Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Sorry, I had to go check a thing. I'm doing a TikTok video because I am recording this on New Year's Eve 2022, and there are some wonderful uh, sparkly, pinky balloons for 2023 going around my face. Yay, happy New Year. It's just another day. I mean, really, it really just is. It's another cold, wintry day in the Northern Hemisphere. The first word in this episode is... Discommend, D-I-S-C-O-M-M-E-N-D, transitive verb from the 15th century. Should we get this down so I can look at it? Uh, Number one, the synonyms are disapprove and disparage. Okay, go look at the TikTok. I'm going to end this video and post it. Okay, number two for discommend, to cause to be viewed unfavorably. Hmm. I don't I don't love this word to be you're so are you disapproving or being disapproved of to cause to be viewed unfavorably. So yeah, I guess if you are uh, doing a thing that is going to make people disapprove of you or make people view you unfavorably, you are discommending. I don't want to do any of those things. Nope. Okay. Uh, let's see, we've got to do a sound effect, and I guess because today is, uh, the, the day that I'm recording this on is New Year's Eve, uh, we'll do a, we'll do like a, did I do one of these last year? I probably did. That was a terrible sound. We'll go, I'm sure we could have done something better. Uh, let me do a quick little count here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What I could do is do a countdown. Uh, let's see. This is taking a lot of thought. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I could have figured this out beforehand. Okay, the sound effect is going to be eleven. The next word is discommode. Transitive verb from 1678, to cause inconvenience to, and the synonym is trouble, to cause inconvenience to another thing. So, uh, you know, if there's some traffic, construction, something like that, if a child is just being inconvenient, they are discommoding. Uh, This is from French... Discommodaire, which is from dis plus commode, which means convenient, and there's more at the word commode. And I'm really curious because wasn't isn't a commode like a like a toilet? And was it called commode because it is very convenient? Uh, let's just do a quick little look back to C O M M O O D E. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Uh, chest of drawer. Oh, it's not a bed. Oh, yeah, chamber pot. Chamber pot. Yes, I do kind of remember this. The chamber pot is very convenient, and uh, so that's why it's called a commode. So if if something is being made not convenient, as discommode. Um. Okay, I think that's it for that one. Ten. The next word is discompose. Discompose. Transitive verb from the 15th century. One, to destroy the composure of. There's no more composure to speak of. It has been destroyed. 
what the, the composure of what? I guess your your emotional composure. If you break down and ball, then maybe you have been discomposed. Number two, to disturb the order of. Everything was in a wonderful order. It was composed nicely, and it all got dis, uh, disturbed. Discomposure, P-O-S-U-R-E, that is a noun, and we have synonym information. There's a lot of them. Discompose, disquiet, disturb, perturb, agitate, upset, and fluster mean to destroy capacity for collected thought or decisive action. Discompose implies some degree of loss of self-control or self-confidence, especially through emotional stress. Yeah, like I had mentioned, the, the crying situation. You, you maybe had some self-control and self-confidence, and then something happened, and you lost all of it. There's an example. Discomposed by the loss of his beloved wife. I would be more than discomposed if I lost my beloved wife, Sharon. I would be... There's not even a word to describe that. Let's not think about that. Let's move on to the next synonym, which is disquiet suggests loss of sense of security or peace of mind, as in the disquieting news of factories closing. Uh, Loss of sense of security or peace of mind. So everything was nice and quiet, and oh, it was just status quo. Everything was great and fine, and then it changed. And we got rid of all of the quiet. It has been disquieted. Disturb implies interference with one's mental processes caused by worry, perplexity, or interruption. As in, the discrepancy in accounts disturbed me. My mental processes got all worried and perplexed or interrupted uh, yeah, this is like whoa! I can't, I can't handle, I can't handle what's going on. I'm very disturbed by the discrepancy in the accounts. Perturb. So what did we have? Disturb, D-I-S-T-U-R-B, and this next one is P-E-R-T-U-R-B. Perturb implies deep disturbance of mind and emotions, as in perturbed by her husband's strange behavior. What is he doing? What is going on with her husband? He's acting very strange today. Deep disturbance of mind and emotion. So, I don't know. I feel, personally, I feel like disturb is more extreme than perturb. I feel like perturb is more, like, annoyed. Like, Oh, I, you're perturbing me. Just quit, quit bugging me. That's what your strange behavior is just weird. Don't do it. But disturb. I would be disturbed by a certain kind of behavior. Disturbed to the bone. Agitate suggests obvious external signs of nervous or emotional excitement. As in, in his agitated state, we could see he was unable to work because he was all agitated and stuff. Uh, external signs of nervous or emotional excitement. That excitement doesn't necessarily mean, ooh, I'm excited. It's just everything is very excited. It's, it's agitated. 
upset implies the disturbance of normal or habitual functioning by disappointment, distress, or grief, as in the family's constant bickering upsets the youngest child. Yeah, I I was kind of like that. I didn't like it when people argued and yelled and talked a whole lot and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Talked a whole lot. I, I guess I was just thinking of one side of my family, just there was a lot of talking going on and it wasn't upsetting necessarily, but it was a little irritating. But no, if, if people are constantly arguing, yes, that is very upsetting. Because uh, yes, your your normal habitual functioning is, is being disturbed, disquieted. Uh, the last synonym is fluster, and this one suggests bewildered agitation, as in his declaration of love completely flustered her. Bewildered agitation? She was agitated in a bewildered way? She was... Hmm. I don't know. That's, that's an interesting one. His declaration of love completely flustered her. I guess, I guess like, it doesn't necessarily mean a negative thing. I usually think of agitation as being negative, but here I guess it's, you know, flustered her. It's like, oh, kind of takes you aback. Uh, whoa, whoa, what, what was that? I didn't, I wasn't prepared for that. I'm, I'm agitated and I'm bewildered by your declaration of love. All right, let's move on to nine. Disconcert. This is a transitive verb from 1687. One, to throw into confusion. Let's just throw that all into confusion. Everything has been disconcerted. Number two, to disturb the composure of. So this seems very similar to discompose. Uh, That one was to destroy the composure of. And this one for disconcert is to disturb. So the composure is being messed up in both uh, situations. But disconcert, I feel like, is less extreme than discompose. Because you're disturbing the composure, opposed to discompose where you have destroyed the composure. A synonym is the word embarrass. And uh, let's see, disconcerting is an adjective, disconcertingly is an adverb, disconcertment is a noun. Eight! I hope I don't lose count. The next word is disconfirm, transitive verb from 1936, to deny or refuse the validity of. Disconfirmation is a noun. Yeah, usually if you confirm a thing, you are saying that it is valid, it is correct, it is true, but if you disconfirm it, you've gotten rid of all of those things. It's not valid anymore. This this podcast has been disconfirmed. It is not a valid podcast. Never was. Seven. Disconformity is next. Disconformity, noun from 1587, number one. The synonym is nonconformity. I like the nonconformity, the disconformity. I like it, but I also don't fully live it. I know a lot of people who have definitely lived the life of someone being nonconformist, disconformist, uh, much more than me. 
Um, I don't know. I feel like I need to do that a little bit more. But if it's not a natural thing, then why force it? I don't know. I feel like I need. I want to do something a little bit different, but nothing really feels like it fits with me. Number two for disconformity. A break in a sequence of sedimentary rocks, all of which have approximately the same dip. Oh, they have the same dip. That's wonderful for them. Uh, I feel like we need to re-look at dip. Oh, there's too many. Too many definitions for dip. Something with rocks, it looks like. Uh, Disconformity. They're not conforming to the same. Break in a sequence of sedimentary rocks, but they have the same dip. So, yeah. Uh, Six? Six, five, four, three, two. Sure. Six. Six. Disconnect. First form. Tra- uh, it's a verb from 1770, starting with transitive one. To sever the connection of or between. They were connected, and now they are disconnected. I think there should be a game called Disconnect Four. What would that game be like? That there's already four things and you have to figure out how to disconnect them? I don't know. There's something in there. If you make that game, you can give me a percentage of the profits and the stuff. Number two for disconnect is the number one definition for dissociate. As in, are disconnected from meaningful relationships. Disconnected, dissociated you're not connected to your meaningful relationships anymore. Maybe you never were. I don't know what your relationships are like. Uh, but yeah, you know, if, depending on how things go, sometimes sometimes it's the best idea to dissociate or disconnect from certain relationships that are not maybe so good for you anymore. Here's intransitive one. To terminate a connection. Maybe you're on the phone with somebody and you don't want to talk to them anymore, you can disconnect the phone line by hanging up. Number two, to become detached or withdrawn, as in, disconnects into dark moods. I think we all do this, some of us more than others. Sometimes you just get into a dark mood and you just want to disconnect from the world. That's perfectly fine. I hope you come back. I'll see you later. Disconnection is a noun. Five golden rings. The second form of disconnect, noun from 1976. A lack of or a break in connection, consistency, or agreement. As in, a huge disconnect between the nation's capital and the rest of the country. And that is a quote from R.J. Samuelson. So, the, let's see, lack of the break, the connection, consistency, or agreement. Um, oh, yes, there is definitely a disconnect between the politicians and the rest of the country, the majority of the country who are, you know, middle class or lower. And, uh, you know, a lot of the politicians, they don't really think about that stuff. At least some of them don't. And, uh, yeah, so this is the disconnect. This is the noun. So this is when there is a disconnect between things that is a disconnect, opposed to the previous word, which was the action of disconnecting, the verb. And I know that that probably seems obvious to a lot of people, but I like to be a little extra specific 
uh, when talking about these different forms because for some people it might not be so easy. Uh, so, you know, also for my own brain, I like to remind myself, okay, this is the noun, this is the verb, this is the adjective version of these words. It helps my brain uh, contextualize everything. Four disconnected adjective from 1783. Not connected. The synonym is separate. Also, the synonym is another one. It's just hanging out here. Incoherent as in a disconnected narrative. A lot of these episodes, these words are not connected in any way. Sometimes we jump from one topic to another topic to another topic to another topic. No connection whatsoever. And it's kind of fun to just jump around all like that. I, I enjoy it. Disconnectedly is an adverb and disconnectedness is a noun. Are we connected in any way, can we connect? Are you enjoying this this show, this podcast, this thing, this whatever it is, all this talking to you? Uh, if you like it, uh, oh, I forgot to say at the beginning, maybe I'll save that for the end. If, but if you're enjoying the show, go rate and review and share and subscribe to all the, do, do all those things, please and thank you. Um, three, disconsolate is next. Disconsolate. Adjective from the 14th century. One, the synonym is cheerless. I have no cheer. I am disconsolate. As in, a clutch of disconsolate houses. That is a quote from D.H. Lawrence. All of those houses have no cheer. They're not colorful. They're very bland. The architecture is uninteresting. There's no curb appeal. There's no happy faces in the windows. They're disconsolate. Number two, the synonyms are dejected and downcast. As in, the team returned disconsolate from three losses. Oh, that's a whole lot of losses. I'm very sorry for that team. Hopefully, they can turn it around and win some, win some games. Uh, this is not a word that I'm familiar with. Uh, disconsolately is an adverb. Disconsolateness is a noun. Disconsolation is a noun. And the etymology says this is basically from the word, uh, let's see, the, the Latin verb consolari, which means to console. So, hmm, if you're consoling somebody, you're making them feel better, but this is the opposite of that. So that's why it's cheerless and sad and dejected and downcast and depressed and all those fun things. Two. The next word is discontent. First form. This is the last word. We'll also have the second form in this episode, but the third and fourth forms will be in the next episode. So discontent. Um... Adjective from the 15th century. The synonym is just discontented, which will be in tomorrow's episode, which I'm looking at it now is only synonyms. So discontent sends you to discontented, which just sends you to other words. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. One. One. The last word, the very last one for this episode being recorded on New Year's Eve 2022 is the second form of discontent. Noun from 1534. 
lack of contentment. I hope none of us are ever in this state of being discontent, have discontent. Of course, we will. We have and we will. And that's just life. There's ups and downs. But the goal, if I think for most people, is to not have discontent, is to be content at the very least, if not ecstatically happy. I, I bounce back and forth with these day-to-day, uh, probably like the rest of you. Okay, but there's more to the definition, because we have an A, a sub-definition A, a sense of grievance, the synonym is dissatisfaction, I can't get no dissatisfaction. That's not how the song goes, is it? Especially when you add a whole syllable like that. There's an example, the winter of our discontent, and that is from Shakespeare. Probably the most famous usage of this word, discontent. The winter of our discontent. What does that mean? I'm not so good studying Shakespeare. A sense of grievance. But what is the winter of our discontent? Is it the end of our discontent? Is it the beginning? Is it not even a sense of time? I don't know, but it is the winter of our discontent. B, restless aspiration for improvement. Ah, okay, so if you are in a state of, of no contentment, uh, you, but you, you, have, you have a place to go, you have a way to go up. Uh, and so you can ex- aspire to improve and get better. So it's kind of a good place to be sometimes. It kind of is like, what's what's your lowest point? Are you discontent? You can only go up, hopefully. Maybe you can go down a little bit further. But in general, you can only go up. So, you know, being up is a great place to be. Being down is also a great place to be. Because it is a chance for you to... Hmm, this is oddly appropriate for the day that I'm recording this. You know, the whole the idea of the new year, starting fresh, making changes, resolutions, all that. Uh, if you are maybe feeling down and, uh, you know, of course, you're listening to this in 2023 or later. So this isn't as appropriate for you. But, you know, you're probably still in January, potentially. And uh, so it's still early. You still got time to make some changes. You always, it doesn't have to be the beginning of the year. Today, tomorrow. What your birthday, whatever day that you want to make some changes, if you feel like you need to, just do it. Doesn't have to be the new year. Why wait until the new year to make some resolu- resolutions? Start now. It doesn't matter what time it is. Just do it. Aspire for improvement. If you want, I don't care. You do you. I just want you to be happy and content. Okay, the words in this episode were discommend, discommode, discompose, disconcert, disconfirm, disconformity, disconnect, disconnect, disconnected, disconsolate, discontent, and discontent. Hmm. Well, I I think discompose, maybe just because it had all those synonym things and uh, destroying the composure, disturb, disturbing the order of, you know, I think that there are, ooh, yeah, I do, I do like that, uh, discompose, that, we'll pick that as the word of the episode, um, change is inevitable, I'm sure I've talked about this before, and I will talk about it many more times, change is always happening, whether you like it or not, and 
there's a sense of order in your life in the world and you gotta change it up sometimes. If you don't, it's gonna happen anyway. Life is just gonna do that to you. So if you can make it happen, then it's in your own terms and that's good. So I think we all could do some discomposing in our life. Discompose, discompose, discompose your life, discompose the order. Uh, these are not songs. Discompose, discompose, discompose everything around you, but not completely because that would be a little too much. But yes, let's just discompose certain things when it is appropriate to do. Okay, that was fine. There's some interesting words in there. Let's, uh, I, I will, uh, I will tell you, I recorded, uh, I recorded with a guest yesterday, so their episode is coming up in about a week or so, and, uh, we had a whole lot of fun, much, much silliness happened, um, and, uh, yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun talking about these words. Anyway, that's gonna be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Michael Hunter. My buddy, David Spencer, and I have a new podcast all about one of our favorite internet sites growing up, HomestarRunner.com. You know, the guys that did... Looks like we're, we're gonna, gonna have to jump. jump. I said, come on, said, come on. We're going through every Flash cartoon on the site in release order. I've seen all of them. David has seen most of them, and David's wife Alexa pops in and watches them for the first time, just for the show. Come on, Fahuguapods, a Homestar Runner podcast, available wherever podcasts are sold, and at Pipe Dream Podcast. Dot com.